Is it time? It is time. Cool. Cheers. Cheers. You know what today is, bud? I do. On this August of 12th, Yes? The Doom Nation was born. Mm. Many moons ago. Mm, yes, tell them. So many moons ago. How many moons was it? I don't know. The shop opened one year ago today. So let's go with that. Uh, all right. Let's do that. Fine people out there in the world. It's a happy birthday, Doom Nation Comics. Happy birthday. Cheers again. Cheers again. Happy birthday to many more down here at 5390 Napa Street, San Diego, California, 92110. DoomNationComics.com. Perfect. Let's get down to brass tacks. So many things have happened. I know. Can we discuss all of them, please? Sure, let's do it, bro. Why are you making me wait? I got stuff. What do you... But go ahead. <laughs> well, well, what do you got? Because I know what I got. I mean, I would hope so. I know what my cards are. I want to see your cards. All right, fine. Let's do it. Uh, did you see Jonathan Hickman? No. Starting a substack? What? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, He's wait. Yeah. First. No, yeah. You sent me a video that I didn't watch. Uh, <laughs> what is... Ah, the day it let's, broke. Yeah. Let's start at the top. What does that mean? <laughs> oh, man. What is a substack? Okay. Substack is a platform, and you have to imagine it's kind of like a Patreon, and at least at the beginning of this story, you have to imagine that something like Patreon and like MailChimp or something like it mm -hmm. had a baby. Okay. Because Substack starts not too long ago as a platform built to make it super easy for someone to start, um, continue to run, and monetize an email newsletter. Okay. So you can set up a newsletter easily. It's free. Uh, you you can run it for free. And you can decide, actually, I'm going to run a little monthly subscription. I'm going to charge five bucks. Um, and like a lot of my stuff's free. But if you pay me $5 a month, then you get access to the super special paid uh, issues of it that otherwise you won't get access to. Mm -hmm. Or you can put the whole thing behind a paywall and be like, I do this newsletter. You only get to see any of it if you pay the monthly subscription. Okay. So it's just a way to make that dead simple easy for people to do. Mm -hmm. and, and from what little I've messed with it and what I hear from people, it seems like, yeah, it's, it's, it's better at that than anybody else has been as far as like simple and you can monetize it like easily. Okay. Um, cool. In 2019, they got into podcasting to try and utilize the same structure okay. um, to make it easy to publish your content and monetize it. In the same way they did for newsletters, they were going to do it for audio. So mm -hmm. it's like you can have your podcast feed. You could have it all be free. You could select only certain episodes, go to paid members who pay me like a monthly subscription, mm -hmm. or you could put the whole thing behind a paywall like, like like Ricky Gervais did with his podcast back in the day. Like he sold it through iTunes. You mm -hmm. couldn't listen to it without money. Right. It's good. Like you could do the same thing here. You could charge 10 bucks a month, and the only people who get your podcast are people who are paying for it. Mm-hmm. Then somewhat more recently than even 2019, 
they have started to uh, grab comic writers and artists mm -hmm. and try to get them to come to the platform to start doing digital comics. Just their own stuff. Yeah. yeah so, yeah. like, Hickman's got to do original stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What has he got? Oh, man. That guy's like a fire hose of stuff. Like, Is he loaded? Is that gun loaded? Yeah, man. That's like asking, like, hey, man, do nice. you think Grant Morrison's got some ideas? Like, No, he's tapped out. He does. His bag's <laughs> empty, bro. <laughs> Hickman... He's got too many too many things going on for him to. I, I'd be hard pressed to believe he's ever out of ideas. But okay, he's ready to go. So so they've been courting people. Like they've been actively like I think they have some VC money to help do this. But they've been like walking around being like, "Yo, you want to come over here and do this?" <laughs> <laughs> like like uh, no, get out of my house. Like Scott Snyder just made or just signed that deal with Amazon with Comixology he to did. do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm, when was that? That was this month, I think, August or maybe late July. Okay, what's going on here? He, yeah, this could be the mass exodus from uh, Yeah, just all, all the, the top two. talent. They're all getting deals elsewhere. Yeah. Comixology, Amazon owns it. They gave, they signed Scott Snyder like a big fat deal to come do a bunch of his own shit, but through Comixology, he gets to keep all of the IP he has mm -hmm. to keep the film rights, the TV, the media rights, all of that. They're just like, I just want you to come here and do comics so that the comicsology thing works. You want to sell shit to TV and movies? That's cool. That's, you get to keep all that. And But Amazon huh. Prime gets like a first look deal with yeah. any of the TV film stuff. But they could conceivably <laughs> just do both. Like I'm doing my own stuff at comicsology, and also I'm writing a new Spider-Man book. Uh, yeah, I don't think the deal's exclusive. Though. Yeah, there's no competition I don't, clause or I whatever. I don't remember. I didn't look at Scott's deal so much. I don't know if it's... Ex I don't think so. I don't think it's exclusive. I know the, the Substack thing isn't, from my understanding. Dope. Because, so, like, days before Hickman was announced, mm -hmm. the, uh, Substack got James Tinian. Mm -hmm. And the thing about that was people were like, wait a minute, what the fuck? Because <laughs> like, James Tinian's like a mid-tier guy, right? Like most people whoa, don't know who that whoa, is. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, I mean, yeah, he's, he's, he's a B, I would don't, say. Right, if you don't care about comics, you've probably never heard that name in your life. No. And even if you do read comics, you still might not have heard of him before. He's good, though. He's okay. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> to be fair, I haven't read a lot of his stuff. <laughs> so like, I could be talking out of my ass, I guess. But the, mm -hmm. what little I have, it's never been terrible. It's just mm -hmm. been like, okay, that was all right. Um, but he, he right now, apparently, cause, and this shows that I'm not reading current Batman, but he's writing Batman right now. He's yeah. writing like the Batman book and has been for, I think a year or two mm -hmm. or something like that, like a significant amount of time. Mm -hmm. And he had clearly been pegged in the right now era as like, he's the Batman guy for now. And maybe he'll be the Batman guy going forward. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and he recently, once the deal for Substack got announced, he, put out like a, it was like a blog or something he was pretty candid about it and he was just mm -hmm. like well you know like dc sat down and we talked about our um they talked to me about like my exclusive deal extending it like three years because mm -hmm. i guess it was coming up and uh and and then around the same time substack gave him a deal that he's like it's literally the best deal i've i've ever had in my career <laughs> and it's everything i've ever wanted out of a out of a deal mm. like this Okay. So it was kind of like, how do I not? Mm -hmm. <laughs> so he didn't renew exclusive with DC. He took the Substack deal. Um, it doesn't mean he can't do Batman. That's the only reason I say I don't think it's exclusive is because I think I've heard that he's like, well, I, it's not that I can't do Batman stuff, and I probably will do a few things here and there. Mm -hmm. But he clearly won't be the point man because he'll be busy doing his own shit and keeping all the rights and doing the Substack thing full time. Right, right. And then like two, and I was, I was like, whoa, holy shit, like the Batman guy just decided... 
the money, the deal, the, the everything isn't good enough, I'm going to go over here. It's that sweet a deal and that not sweet of a deal at DC mm -hmm. that the top Batman guy is bouncing to go do creator-owned stuff at Substack. Mm -hmm. And then like a day or two later, John Hickman yeah. is announced. I mean, it might just like, be the creator-owned... Like, if I'm writing Batman, I'm not writing my own stuff. I have to do Batman stuff, which is a sure. fucking dream. But he's like, <laughs> yeah. I got ideas. I got other stuff. DC For won't, sure. won't uh, do my other stuff. <laughs> right. They want me to write Flash or something. <laughs> but I got an idea about gummy bears. <laughs> and terrible you know, things in the world. Flash yeah. is dope. But yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, clearly it does seem motivated by, yes, he'd like, he, I think he even talked about how, like, the career path had always been like do just doggedly put out stuff and stuff and stuff until you get some sort of foot in the door at one of the big two work your way up by doing badass work eventually be on like a big enough book that people like start to know you get to the biggest thing you can and then pivot that to your creator own stuff like that was mm -hmm. only always kind of a path he wanted mm -hmm. and so it was kind of like not get out while you're big but almost like if you're if you're big time, it's not going to last. So the only longevity you have is to pivot that into people creating about your shit, regardless of the characters and stuff, so that you can have some sort of long-term plan and mm -hmm. building an audience. Mm. So, I mean, clearly it was part of his plan, I guess, the whole time. If it worked out, it worked out. <clears throat> I'm going to say it worked out. But Hickman jumping, dude, is a big... Because, like, no offense, but, like, Hickman's a bigger deal mm -hmm. than Tinian by far. Yeah. And it was like, holy shit, what? It's called Three Moons, Three Worlds. Okay. And clearly he's been working on it for a bit. Mm -hmm. um, he's like handpicking some artists and stuff that he's going to work with. And, and uh, there are, like, clearly they've already been putting a bunch of time into it. And he wants mm -hmm. it to be like a jam band type thing. Like the art will inform the narrative and the narrative will inform the art. And like have them have more of a say and mm -hmm. da, 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 da. Dumb. <laughs> so it should be pretty dope man and oh and hickman when he was talking about it because like he wrote a thing up after it got announced and he was talking about how when the pandemic hit and diamond said yo we're not shipping stuff and he was like holy fuck because he was doing the he had taken over x-men right right and he had like this giant grand narrative he was seeking to do and it had only kind of just got off the ground um and uh and he's like holy shit so i sat down and i figured out like what would we do if we had to take all of it digital tomorrow. Mm -hmm. What would we do that be, would be cool, that would make it seem necessary and like unique and interesting and people would want to do it, would mm -hmm. want to jump on that digital train enough to check it out? Um, and so he came up with all these plans and then, you know, a month or two or however long it took later, Diamond started shipping again and, mm -hmm. and it all went back to normal. And he was like, ah. Oh. And I kind of was like, fuck, I didn't, I don't know, I kind of like these plans and I didn't get to do <laughs> shit with them. <laughs> So it sounds like that stuff will also, I mean, he explicitly said that stuff will find its way into Three Moons Through Worlds. Huh. So he, so it's cool because like he actually already did some of the groundwork of what would he be most interested in doing in digital and now it's going to get seen and, and no offense, but the X-Men stuff hasn't been going as cool as it seemed like it was going to. House of mm -hmm. X and Powers of Ten was dope. Mm -hmm. And then... All the red, like it just it seemed like super high powered, and then just yeah. been like losing steam the whole time. It's mm. not trash, but like you're just like, <laughs> where's the narrative speed? Where's the interest? Like, where's the? It just kind of feels very uh, inconsequential, mm. and like there's nothing super interesting going on. Yeah, 
And so, and, and people question like how involved has Hickman been in the last year or so and, and mm -hmm. where the stories are going. Cause like, they don't seem to be tied very much to house of or house of X powers of 10. Like hmm. a lot of those threads don't seem to be moving. Yeah. <laughs> so you're like, what the fuck is this? This is like other shit. We're just treading water until he comes back. I, well, like, well, but the, but the sense was like, where the fuck did he He's go? He's not coming back, he was, man. He was, he was the ex office lead or whatever the fuck, and now he's yeah, now he's fucking off to do his own thing, and and it, it does seem like this is his exit. It doesn't mean that he like he. I think he's definitely doing Inferno for X Men or something, and but I won't be that surprised if that's the last thing he does for X Men, mm -hmm. at least in recent whatever. Especially if this uh, Substack thing works, like if it works well, he might just peace. Seems like it's gonna. Why it really it? could. I mean, the guy's already got a name for himself, right? So, like, all that has to happen is a, a, a significant chunk of his audience go. Mm -hmm. And I'm down. Like, I, I signed up. Like, let's go. Yeah, he should be getting that TV money, though. <laughs> you know, if I was <laughs> sure him, love it. I'd be like, man, fuck these funny books. I think, well, what else? Yeah, I don't know. His, his creator on stuff is not super, you know. It's not super amenable to like, oh, let's go get a Netflix deal. I mean, you could, obviously, mm -hmm. but some of it's kind of weird and dense and shit, and it's cool. <laughs> I like it, but I could see how other people were like, you know, mm. <laughs> could you write it about a kid with magic powers or something? Like, <laughs> like no. I mean, okay, yes. Now that I see all the zeros. Wow. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> I mean, who knows? Maybe that's part of what he sees for Three Moons, but... Maybe that's what he's doing. You think he's doing like a Mark Millar? I'm just going to write this comic as a pitch for a movie or a TV show. <laughs> yeah, that's who I was trying to think of. My name, my brain just kept saying Warren Ellis, and I was like, nope, that's not the guy. <laughs> I mean, that is Millar a guy. Put in the work, and like, but yes, all of this is very amenable to yeah high concept movies, shows, and pitching stuff. ideas. Who wants to turn this into a movie, please? <laughs> Sometimes it works, so he's doing something right. Yeah, and that guy's it's working. I mean, I don't know. It feels like a uh, a, a dense sci-fi story mm -hmm. with also like magic-y, fantasy-esque. What tastes. kind of stuff? Like mermaids? Uh, Space mermaids? I mean, he's said very little so far. There's like two emails about it so far. So. Okay. I'm going to keep that idea then. There's a little art. Space mermaids. I don't think too many mermaids, but... <laughs> right, yeah, um, no. Space. I'm going I'm to keep it. Yeah, that's mine now. Oh, my God. What? Just remember the other shit I want to talk to you that's not even on my list. Has nothing to do with Hickman. Anyway, it's gonna be dope. Could we please get Grant Morrison on this Substack train? Because I would sign up yesterday if he was like, "Give me money for a year, and I will mm -hmm. deliver you things for the next twelve months." Or so <laughs> I'd be like, "Fuck yes." It's all trash. <laughs> <laughs> I would. I I'd still. I love that guy too much. I'd do it. Like, yeah. I just like quasi regret it by the end of the year. I'd be like, "Come on, man." Because you do, it does require a certain level of entrepreneurial spirit, a certain level of yeah. business caring and your mm -hmm. own bullshit, like Mark Millar-esque, like give a shit about your own brand. Yeah. It do, I don't think it demands that much, but it demands some. And I don't no, know if but... some of the legacy guys, like they've been a little fat and happy to mm -hmm. have other machines take care of yeah. that shit. Like the big I, I two, et cetera. It. When I want to, I turn it in mostly on time and then it just happens. <laughs> then I just see it on shelves. Yeah. Like they go back and forth with the artist and maybe an editor, but other than that, they don't have to like worry too hard about, you know, what did the email look like when it went out? Like was mm -hmm. the art ready to go on time? Did it get, did the post get scheduled? Did it execute? Did it, da, da, da. Eh. 
Like, you know, mm-hmm. they're not running Indi- Indiegogo campaigns all the time. So. Mm-hmm. But I think with like 15% effort, I think they could suddenly be making a lot more money. The people, especially who already have an audience. Yeah. It's like, pff, why not, dude? Especially like your, your future's in your own hands. That seems to be where it's going. I was just like, holy shit. When Hickman broke like two days later, I was like, holy fuck. This is the mass exodus, bro. Like, you just need a few more. Now, the, the concern, though, is, too, that, like, Substack is wooing them mm-hmm. with lots of money yeah. Yeah. up front, which somebody just trying to do it from the ground up isn't going to have somebody cutting them a big advance check kind mm-hmm. of thing. So that money's going to run out. Like, yeah. they're, they're cutting <laughs> checks, and they're crossing their fingers, and they're yeah. saying, this better work out. Like, we spent so much money to it's make like, this deal. It's like phase one Netflix when they were just plowing money into content. Yeah. I was like, we're gonna, well, I hope this works. I hope we become the streaming service. And it worked out, but... Aren't they just I mean, in they debt? they still do, but... They're just in debt, right? They're just giving money. money. Like, isn't yeah. Netflix still in debt I right now? I kind of think so. <laughs> I, I haven't looked in a while. Yeah, so it is like... This is like a weird, unsustainable, like, software company that's valued at, like, mm-hmm. billions of dollars, but they don't have any profit. Like, man, we owe yeah, like, billions of dollars. an artifice. <laughs> yeah. It's a social game. Um, but the money to woo people will run out. And so once that's gone, like, will you really get talent? But I have to imagine, like, if somebody like Frank Miller decided to run a, a subscription mm-hmm. that for a hundred bucks a month, or sorry, not a hundred bucks a month, but like a hundred bucks a year, mm-hmm. which is not that bad per month. I like the first idea. Why not a hundred bucks get, a month? Like you could do that. Shoot for the moon. <laughs> not that many people are going to afford that. Rich guys who like comics. But, <laughs> it's a huge market you know like you do you know the 10 buck a month version gets you something if you sign up for like 250 a year you get Mm -hmm. you know something physical right like Mm -hmm. some sort of assigned print that's limited edition plus you get access to Mm -hmm. digital stuff you wouldn't even need to do monthly are they doing nfts bro (laughs) nobody that i know of so far although that sounds like a very hickman thing to try get on it so i would not be surprised if he if he did that there, and there's a bunch of mystery pieces to, like, if you join the top tiers. So, who knows? Maybe that'll be part of it. He's like, oh, it's a three worlds mystery NFT. Mm, turns out it's a mermaid. Space mermaid. Space mermaid. <laughs> it's, it's the only one in the whole world. I don't want this. <laughs> I don't want this. <laughs> like, if... Like, you know, fucking Frank Miller, like, John Byrne, like, uh, Chris Claremont, that'd be weird. Like, fucking anybody, too. Grant Morrison. Can anybody partner up? Uh, sure. I mean, it's kind of like this, Patreon, though. So, yeah. like, the mar- like you would have to just build that into your costs. Okay, like, but, like, this Substack thing, if, if Morrison yeah. does get one and For he sure. just looks at Hickman across a room... And they just see each other and rise out of their chairs and just be like, yeah, yeah. And then they just merge and they're like, just boom. The psychedelic verse. Yeah, you, let's double. Sure, you could, but to have them both make money to be worth doing, right? It, uh-huh. All of a sudden now it's probably like 20 bucks a month or something. Like, mm-hmm. Whereas like I think Hickman's basement is like $7 a month. That's the lowest thing you can do. Okay. And that's like, I think they won't let you do five less than $5 a month. I think. Well, no, that's not true. They, you can do free. <laughs> I have no idea, man. You can tell me anything right now. <laughs> you can do free. And then I was reading that somebody saying you can't go less than five, but that seems weird. If there's a free part, why not? <clears throat> well, maybe it's like payment processing. Garbage. Five American dollars? Substack, yes. Substack <laughs> takes 10%. 
which is significantly more than Patreon. Patreon's okay. like four or five percent. Mm. You take ten percent, which is like whoa. But but that's it. They don't own any of your stuff. They don't do anything else. Like there's it's not. What exactly are they doing besides providing the technological that's, infrastructure? That's it. <laughs> well, you I mean, it, and for these comic guys, they're the ones yeah. cutting you a check to like woo you to come be part of this game. Like they're. So it's like a signing bonus? I don't know the details. It feels like a book advance to me, but I don't. that's not based on much of anything. Or is it more like a contract? Like, hey, we'll give you a million dollars, but you have to do this for the next four years. I mean, I guess it would be silly for them to give them money and not guarantee certain milestones. Mm-hmm. And part of that's going to be longevity, right? To keep the attention on them. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, know, up, up front, something. you'll bring all your fan base with you. Yeah, and they're definitely looking for people to bring their other comic mm-hmm. uh, compatriots in. Yeah. So like Hickman, bring your friends. Like, like part of the Amazon deal with Comicsology was Scott Snyder, and I don't know if this was explicit or implied, but it was like, and Scott, bring your fucking artists and writer friends. Make them all come over and do shit on Comicsology. <laughs> they all said no. Does the oh, deal still it. stand? Right. <laughs> no. Give me money back. Give me back forty percent. I spend it all on booze. Like, I I and write hookahs. comics. I don't know math. What's forty <laughs> percent? <laughs> Draw it for me. I don't understand. I don't know. It's an interesting kick into holy shit. Like the top Batman guy bounced in favor of this. Ooh shit. Hickman is leaving X Men essentially to go do this. Oh shit. This is weird. This is this it's is embarrassing a... for Marvel and DC, if nothing else. Like it's a new thing. It's sad. <laughs> well, because it reminds me of like Kev Smith saying, mm-hmm. "I'm not going to make movies for studios necessarily because mm-hmm. I can just make it myself. Go sure. on the road with it." Yeah. For wallet and make more yeah. money if not yeah my audience is there i'll just take it on tour i don't need a record label i'll just go on tour myself and, and then shit keep all the money yeah but this is like a company that's wooing people to the idea of doing like hey man you should go independent and work for me <laughs> this is a well, weird idea of it's it's very entrepreneurial yeah but also i got paid up front and it's uh, all the infrastructures there. Like, I'm not a businessman. I write comics. Just let me, what, what do I do? <laughs> well, write your stuff thing, and then like, it goes here. You need that 15% of business savvy enough. Yeah. Like, there are plenty of people in comics right now making literally a million dollars a year doing Indiegogo campaigns where you pay up front to get a comic that's 60 pages and will show up 10, 12 months from now. That's crazy. And they're though, making a right? million fucking yeah, dollars. It's a just year. because you have, you have diehards. You have but fans who like, would do that. But not a, like a tiny, I don't know. Like, actually, I only know about two or three, I think. But yeah, who are you talking about? Who did that? That sounds familiar. Uh, Ethan Van Scriver and uh, the guy whose fucking name I can't remember. But <laughs> he's got, he's the guy like that, uh, that has done, uh, I think it's Jawbreakers. And he does the licensed comics for uh, Jawbreakers, that movie from like the 90s oh, with what? the teenage girls. Oh, the man. girl dies in the trunk choking on a Jawbreaker. Oh, what? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think these are like military commandos or some shit. I haven't read it. Um, I think it was just Jawbreaker. Okay. You don't I, remember this? I don't think it's that. I think this no? is okay. this is like a military war action-y comic from, from the vibe. Again, I haven't read it. Okay. Um, but he also does the comics for uh, The Expendables. Oh, that they're that they're licensed and stuff. Okay. Um, but there are two guys that also have been embroiled in like that's two of the people that people point to when they go like oh they're all the comics gate shit. 
Like scumbags who hate ladies and stuff or something. Okay. Um, <laughs> or something. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. <laughs> and there's an argument to be made that like, yes, they do get spicy on purpose to, because part of the way they're building their audience is by right, is right. in opposition to trends in mainstream comics. Yeah. Okay. I know right. what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. The so guys like, the, oh, the, I, don't, I hate what's going on in X Men now. It's boring. And I was like, yeah, yeah, right. The pseudo. And then other people point to it and I'm like, ah, no, you just hate diversity in comics. And I was like, for it? some people, that's probably true. But I would say for a healthy chunk as well, no, it's just they don't like the stories. They think they're lame and boring. It has nothing to do with the cast or who's doing it. Or yeah, but it's just the, lame stories. Pseudo counterculture, spicy boys. Yeah. Where it's like, are you faking it? Do you mean it, or are you doing it because you know it gets attention, or there's like there's a market here? Yeah, so no, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep saying this like a counterculture, yeah, or leaning like, I'll, into I'll what saying gets attention. That. Yeah. yeah, like they're both very up on what gets clicks on their YouTube channels and yeah. shit. So they're they understand what they're doing. Which get wrecked. Just write good comics. <laughs> uh, I haven't read them. I mean, they seem to have more than enough willing people to pay them for them, mm -hmm. so whatever. And, I mean... Uh, There's fans Ethan's of everything, bro. dope, man. Like, as an artist, he yeah. fucking, he did Green Lantern Rebirth. He drew Flash Rebirth. Like, sure, he did a bunch sure. of Green Lantern shit with Jeff Johns. Like, uh -huh. it's dope fucking shit. Turns out that guy knows how to draw. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so... And he went on his own, like, a few years back. Like, Yeah. Millions of dollars off Indiegogo campaigns Millions. primarily. That's, I mean, that's what they say, and I think a few times I've <laughs> like, been like, here's he my says. fucking uh, profits. <laughs> like, here's my, not pay stub, what would you call it? Like, here's my bank statement kind of shit, where he's, they're like, I'm not lying. He's putting up his bank statement? Like, I, I could have sworn Ethan did, yeah. <laughs> I don't keep super tabs on them, so. <laughs> All right, I take back my get wrecked comment. That's what it's. But it's like, they, it's, it's like. <laughs> it's like Conor McGregor's shit. They it's play like, full out. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> comic book artist just flexing that hard like, yeah to be like look i'm making money and like i think both of them but especially the other guy who again his name i can't remember but he calls his youtube channel your boy zach i think <laughs> yeah i think his name's zach yeah probably but i feel like it might be a pseudonym i can't remember and like you know he talks a bunch of shit about different stuff but he's but one of the things he's very forceful on is that like he very much loves comics and mm -hmm. he and it like makes him sad and disgusted to know what the page rates of most people working at the big two are because mm -hmm. he'll work with those same people and know because mm -hmm. that's what they'll quote him when they want to work on his book. Okay. And he's like, I've literally given people raises they didn't ask for because I felt so shitty paying them that little to do something I knew was going to make at least this much money. Mm. I was like, damn. And he's like, this isn't like you can fucking do this. Like comics can be a viable industry. What the fuck? <laughs> mm. And that's the shit that I think is really interesting that he's like, looking at it from a business perspective hmm. i'm in a position where i would pay someone to let me write comics <laughs> <laughs> mm, yes, perfect, yes perfect wait why did i say that <laughs> hold on no pay me all the money <laughs> hold on hold on Flip reverse <laughs> but so it's just interesting to see some of the bigger players again it's like i would say hickman's the biggest guy i guess scott snyder's deal is a big deal too I just, for some reason, the comicsology thing doesn't get me excited at all. And maybe because last time I used their viewer, their thing, I was just mm -hmm. like, ugh, I don't like this. It seems like a work in progress. I don't, yeah. I don't care for it yet. But like, get some feedback, yeah. keep moving forward. I think what needs to happen is like the electronic ink shit from forever ago mm -hmm. that been, that's been technologically figured out that like Amazon uses in their Kindle, the mm -hmm. uh, 
what's it called? The the it sounds like the title sounds like like white or like Blanco or something like <laughs> white Bronco? <laughs> Blanco. Hold like on. White in a different color. I mean, in a different language. Um, <laughs> it's like one word, and it's just, it's not the black. It's not a fire. It's not black backlit. It's it's the kind where you can read in outdoor and sunlight, and it looks fine because oh, it's, right. it's little droplets of ink yeah. that are electrically navigated. Okay. And so the pixels are really just little balls of ink. Ooh. Get get turned into yeah. a certain whatever. And I remember reading, and I remember reading in the like early 2000s, somebody had figured out a black and white display, and then mm-hmm. like months later, they had figured out a color display, like a little ball of ink with the you know red green blue on different mm-hmm. sides and the electrical signal would just flip it to one side facing you and you hmm. could do color and i was like oh shit this is going to be everywhere and you could fit this in a little flexible displays right like paper it'd mm-hmm. be electronic paper electronic ink is what they kept telling, calling it okay and then the technology's gone fuck all nowhere. <laughs> like you see it absolutely nowhere and i think it's partly because like the black and white doesn't look that good it looks like a black and white monochrome Mm-hmm. gray textbook shitty thing kind of mm-hmm. which is useful if you want your kindle to have a battery that lasts weeks that part sure. of the part of the advancement is that it takes very little power i don't have a kindle backlight <laughs> takes a lot of power but the color one i've it's like man where's the amazon's the the people with the the desire and mm-hmm. the money to do it i don't and i think if the comics thing works like they got money really works then they wouldn't they would go okay let's roll mm-hmm. out the amazon comic viewer bullshit like and it'll be because comics are a weird dimension right like they're taller than books usually they're skinnier than books usually so a lot of it's formatted strange for a kindle i do really like the idea or an ipad a a netflix for comics fuck yes (laughs) right like if i could just read all the books i give you ten dollars a month and i can just read whatever i want and it's not shitty it's not that weird, like you know, yeah, like, like you hit play and it starts to like show you the different panels and yeah, you're supposed yeah. to read along. I don't like that shit. Yeah, I don't no, know. It's never the designed ex- to be that way. Yeah. So like, <clears throat> I don't know how you're gonna do it. It's it weird. But whatever you do, do go ahead and do that. And uh, if I, you know what I mean. But it's just something where it's like just just make it so it's like I can flip pages. Yeah, like I'm well, holding a book. Says the guy who doesn't own a Kindle. What am I talking about? I don't know if they're ever going to be able to do it. They could maybe I mean, Netflix again, back in the day. The technology. They'll send me comics to my house. I'll read it and then I'll send it back. I think you might be thinking of the library. You remember that shit? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> still happens. Yeah, I still have some DVDs. I am aware from like seven years ago. They're still just sitting there. They're mine now. I basically own them. (laughs) I don't even know what they are. It's probably like Underworld 3 or something. Ah. (laughs) (laughs) It's like I own the first two. The Underworld Blade crossover that didn't happen. Ah. (laughs) That'd be so weird. They're not the same vampires at all. Guys, get out of here. Like Amazon could do... A thing that's comic dimensions, and then mm-hmm. boom, and then it's electronic. Because that's the biggest thing, too, is that the battery sucks when it's a backlight. And when mm-hmm. the backlight, it's a very, it's a different experience. Mm-hmm. I would like it to look like paper that you can just, it's not a piece of paper. It's an, it's a screen, really, but it looks like a fucking piece of paper. Okay, here like it is. Like a glorious printed magazine, but you can just hit a button, <clears throat> no, and it changes no. to a different screen no. view. And you're Shut like your mouth. Infinite Shut comic your mouth. window. Listen to this. Listen, Scott McCloud's been talking about forever. Okay, you remember in Minority Report? Yeah. Okay. Let's do that. 
<laughs> you want to cut people's eyes out? That's what you're saying? No, not that part. The future? No, I'm talking yeah, about the screens. Uh, not confident. When he's got just just project <laughs> the comics onto my wall and mm. give me some gloves so that I can flip the page. I mean, I don't see why. By not. swiping my hand, and then I can just get up in the art. I think somebody could do that right now already. Do it. Get an Oculus Rift and just uh, open PDFs or something. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shit. What about the pre-crime stuff? <laughs> what about the bald people noodling in pools of water? Mm-hmm. What do I do? How do I get that? <laughs> the precogs, as they were called. <laughs> Why were there only three of them? Uh, narrative convenience. I don't know. What, did right. they kill them all? There had to be more. Where were the other ones? <laughs> Are they born sensitive? I don't remember. Were they made? There was one that was the main one, and then she had like the two backup singers. Yeah, don't they die in like the first <clears throat> act? I do. Or no. Dude, what happens to the other two? I don't know. It's been a minute. Let's watch it right now. Turn this off. Let's go. Minority report. Hey, we're back. Okay, I just saw a minority report. <laughs> I don't remember whose song that is. <laughs> yeah, man. So Hickman's going. I mean, who else, man? It's Jerry Maguire up in here. Who's coming? <laughs> <laughs> Let's just keep in. referencing Tom Cruise movies. <laughs> <laughs> Who is going to Mission Impossible run towards digital? Let's go. <clears throat> like, how, you know? Mm-hmm. Brian Michael Bendis has an audience that would go. Like, there are so many people. It sounds like, why wouldn't you go? Why wouldn't you try it? Especially if you can It'd be both. more work. That's, I guess, the biggest thing. But it sounds like there's also more money. Yeah, like big time, I think. Like, hey, man, you want to be a millionaire? Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to do yes, work do. once and get, like, a huge chunk of that money coming in? Percentage of these subs? Hmm. Hmm. Let me think about it. Yeah. It's yes. It's like, you just need to care enough to fucking try. Like, especially the people who already have people who give a fuck. Like, it's just like, do it tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Do something simple. Just be like, subscribe now. You're going to get two things from me a year. <laughs> mm-hmm. That gives you six months to do whatever it is. No, you know what you should do is you should write your own comics and then you should put them up on Instagram for Ooh. free and then not make any money off That's so of gloriously generous. <laughs> Who would do such a thing? What? At Doom Nation Comics? You're right. I should go check that out right now. I should go check out at Doom <laughs> Comics on Instagram and read some goofy comics. They're dope. That's <laughs> dope and 100% do. free. Ooh-wee. Unlike these fascist fat cats getting paid, <laughs> we get paid. And then look out for our Substack sometime in the future. <laughs> No, no substack. Just fifty-three ninety. Napa Street, San Diego, California, nine two one one zero. DoomNationComics.com. Yeah, man. Anyway, that was all the comics news I had, generally speaking. I mean, that's a fair amount of news. That's a big deal. Yeah, it's a shifting industry. That's pretty much just uh, five years from now. It'll just be a bunch of. It's possible. All the as all as the top talent out. just yeah. has their own channel, basically. And uh, it's like, who's writing Batman? What is happening? <laughs> some some fucking goober who nobody cares about. <laughs> I mean, that's the danger, I guess. Like, DC and Marvel need to 
offer something better. Like, you know what and I mean? Like, like, we can't. We don't have the money, dude. literally leaving. Mm-hmm. Like, offer better deals and get top talent to, like, tell dope stories with your top characters. My fear is that it's dying. Like, the people in charge are really just uh, strip mining it for all they can before mm-hmm. they bounce out and retire. And nobody gives a fuck about the medium to long term. And like, what are you telling me, man? There I, is hold no. on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> You're telling me, opened a comic book store. That's right. In the middle of a pandemic, when Ooh. the industry is dying, spicy, spicy. Is that what you're telling me? I mean, like, technically, it's a pop culture gallery, so there are many things mm-hmm. here that are not just comic. True, 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 true. Heavily influenced by uh-huh. comics, though. Am I right? <laughs> Correct. I'm saying the Dope. universe is a funny thing. I like the challenge. <laughs> Cheers. Here we go. It's like... It's shifting. And cool. Because they could make better deals with their creatives, right? It's just they're not. For whatever reason, they feel it isn't worth it mm-hmm. to give them some sort of percentage of sales or incentives when mm-hmm. things sell beyond a certain number. They get bonuses guaranteed or something. Like, for whatever reason... They appear to not do anything like that. That does seem weird because movies Yet. have been doing that for a long time. Like once you yeah, reach a certain – if you're an A-lister, you yeah. can say give me 2% of the gross. And then when you don't get that, it turns into this lawsuit that Charles Johansson's <laughs> doing. <laughs> well, it sounds more right like when you fuck with her and give her like basically a verbal agreement that we'll renegotiate if we end up kicking it to Disney Plus and then doing it and then being like, oh, I didn't say that. I'm like, yes, fuck you off. did. <laughs> and I'm like, Ooh. <laughs> Wow. I, li- I like to see all the details because I haven't really looked into it at all. Uh, I only Where it's some. like, who's got the better case? Like, what does that contract look like? Because she wouldn't sue if she didn't have a case. Yeah. That's the thing I think lends it credence is that I – because I, I, I too, I was like, there's nothing in your contract that says what you do and don't get if it goes mm-hmm. to streaming. And I was like, well, that contract's a little old, and it was before the fucking pandemic when things yeah. were almost guaranteed to go to streaming. So no, there's no clubs. So no. I don't know. But she's suing Disney, not Marvel. And it's like, I thought your yeah. contract was with Marvel. I uh, probably but was. But you're suing Disney, so it's like a weird, like, no, there's no verbiage in here about such a crazy situation. And I don't know. However it shakes th- out, it'll change all of this moving forward, because people are going to use it, right? They're going to... Oh, yeah, it'll set precedent. Uh, yeah. yeah. It'll be the game changer where it's like, now, anytime we want to shift to over to streaming, what does that mean? It'll just be baked into the deal. Yeah, and, yeah it's just bean counting. But like, there will now be a paragraph in every contract. <laughs> if we change our mind and this goes to Paramount Plus instead, yeah. you get then here's the deal 16% of blah, 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 you know. Yeah, I just I, it's it's kind of surprising to me that you have to imagine they probably wanted to squeak out two more Black Widow movies if Black Widow one worked, mm-hmm. and so for Disney to do this instead of what Warner Brothers did with like seventeen different teams mm-hmm. and just paid them out, even though like the deals didn't explicitly cover this, but we'll just pay you to not make you super mad at us unless your name's mm-hmm. Nolan or uh, what's his face that did Dune. <laughs> just somebody cut together every podcast where you can't remember that guy's name or how to say it. Dude, like, I don't know I how ever, to pronounce it. Have I ever known how to pronounce it? It yeah, starts like, with a V. Villeneuve. Like, there you go. I tried, buddy. You're a dope artist and I want to see Dune. Like, if you're not them, then everybody else kind of went like, okay, fine, I get it. And they got paid out. They got paid out money. And the fact that Disney sat there and looked at 
Johansson was like, nah, fucker. <laughs> Burn her down. <laughs> like, what the? F- is this is, the smartest is that move? Ac- is that accurate? Maybe is that what actually happened? Do it. Like, just pay her. All I've seen is headlines. And I'm like, oh, they're trying to make this real dramatic. And you're like, just I mean, tell me how it shakes no, out. It seems, it just seems, jump to the end. It seems legit. It seems, it seems like whoever, because like leadership changed at Disney a little bit mm-hmm. in recent, right? Bob Chapek is in charge now, essentially. Mm-hmm. And that guy wasn't in charge. Uh, what did he took over like right before the pandemic kicked off? So I Iger so. stuck around to help, but like he was still like, I'm out. I'm glad I dipped before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fuck this. And Chapek, I think, has a reputation uh, a little bit as being a little more profit focused, a little more bean countery, a mm-hmm. little more like, how do we squeeze as much shit out of this as possible? Which means mm-hmm. uh, a sort of like, well, let's look at the soft. Like, do we really want to piss off Johansson? Don't we want to do more shit with her? Didn't we mm-hmm. just announce we were going to do a fucking Tower of Terror movie with her? Mm-hmm. Uh, that might shit in the hands of that deal if we fuck your mm-hmm. Black Widow movie up, especially if Feige was sitting there going like, bitch, we were going to do two more of these. We're going to retroactively give this character a trilogy. And now, mm-hmm. fucking hell, guys, couldn't you just have paid her out? Like, <laughs> And, well, part of the story I think I had read was Disney said, we did. We did. We, yeah, fuck you. We paid you what that's, we that's, figured you would have made yeah. in bonuses off the theatrical <clears throat> if it went normal. That's how you, so that's you, how you get now? to the suing part. Like, we already paid you. And she's like, that wasn't sufficient or... I mean, that's, I don't know, like, that's probably close. Yeah, like, that number seems low to me kind of thing is maybe what's happening. Yeah, like, you know, I mean, like, how do you get to the And how did you do the math? Right, like, my neighbor's suing me, and I was like, how did you not just talk to them and negotiate it? Like, it never went to a suit. And I was like, no, because they did. They they paid me Mm -hmm. this, and then I looked at it, and I was like, hold on. I know how calculators work. (laughs) I I crunched it. Yeah. Mm, You know, and then... If, If I had to guess... It's some version of if y'all hadn't put it on streaming and it had gone straight to theaters and only to theaters. Mm-hmm. And, and this is maybe the unfair part on the Johansson team, but I think they're coming at it from the, and if the pandemic wasn't here. Yeah, it's basically then the number would have the been pandemic this. didn't exist. Yeah. And then what I'm looking at the math you did to pay me out as if it did well in theater bonuses, I'm thinking, nah, fuck you, the number would have been higher. Mm-hmm. And I think the bigger problem, and I, and this could be inaccurate, but it feels like the bigger problem is she was soft, promised, we'll renegotiate. And the fact that that just straight up didn't happen mm-hmm. is the emotional part that tripped the wire. They were like, fuck this shit. Let's sue them. Like, I'm being, mm-hmm. I'm being treated unfairly. I'm, I'm being fucked with. Because mm-hmm. if they had just sat down and talked it out to something that everybody agreed to, mm-hmm. which... Again, Warner Brothers did with like 19 different fucking movies mm-hmm. that they were going to release on streaming a big year long. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> The Matrix comes out in December. Like, uh, even, like, who knows? Maybe some shit could definitely co-release at least. Mm-hmm. Like, it'll definitely be in theaters and streaming. And just, it sounds like the vibe is you didn't, you, you promised me we would. And I know it wasn't like in writing, but what the fuck? Mm-hmm. That feels like the emotional part that made it a lawsuit rather than a negotiation. Yeah. Yeah. Which is why I think also you see at least some stirring that Feige's really unhappy with Disney to be like, fucking, mm-hmm. you just shitting on one of my people? What the fuck? Yeah. And like, it's over me, my <clears throat> head, so I can't, like, I can only do so much over here. What the hell? <laughs> hey, go for it. Try. 
Knock, knock. What's up, Bob? <laughs> hey. Uh, I mean, could, right? It's probably, it's <laughs> He's like, get out of here. Arguably the most okay. profitable division of the company at this point, especially yeah. with the pandemic closing the theme parks, right? That'd be great, so though. Long. Just knocks on his door, invites himself in. He's like, do you know who I am? Yeah, I know who you are. <laughs> <laughs> do you, you know who I am? I know who you are. Do you know who I am? Yes. <laughs> I didn't expect you to be Ron Burgundy, but yes. <laughs> Come on, yeah. man. Squash the beef. <laughs> Let's get back Can to making know, money. Not fuck this up. What the hell? <laughs> We're trying to do something over here. Could you not shit in my house, please? Jesus. <laughs> it's like shit in your house. All right, hold on, hold on. We're doing Ant Man three. I can't. Can, you're gonna fuck it up before I get a Black Widow two for real. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so ridiculous. <laughs> like they're both so fucking rich. Uh, for sure. I'm trying to do something, right? I'm like, trying to do trying something. To do some shit. They're like, you know, it's cool. Hey, I'm trying to run Disney over here. That's what I'm trying to do. That's got to be a beast, man. Uh, yeah, I don't want that. Don't and like that straight up, there's so many pieces, man, that I hear the. So, so last time I went to DCA, the Avengers campus, you had to wait in line, <laughs> a four hour line, right? To be able to get into just the area. And, uh, or you could do the thing on the app and like, you know, mm-hmm. it's like a raffle version and we did not get that. So <laughs> <laughs> it felt rigged as fuck, man. It's like, it's big. Ba- it's basically built on like what carrier and what phone do you have? Because the latency is the only thing that matters between you and the apps mm. pinging time. Like, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, okay, fine. I felt it, it just left me with the subjective experience. Like I had not a shot in hell, mm-hmm. which my phone is not terrible. So um, or a four-hour line. It's not that old now, man. The new one is like, uh, yeah, it's one of those like this. I don't is know too what big phone, phone you got. Yeah, it's probably newer than mine. Yeah, I think. So. Yes. Everybody knows the new one sucks, bro. It's all okay. about that iPhone six. That's what it is. Six S for life. Yeah. Is that? That's what I had. What do I have now? I don't know. Not seven. Because no. seven sucks. Seven can eat my butt. I think it's an eight. I don't know. Mm. So a four-hour line to get into the area mm-hmm. to get onto the ride is a whole other thing. Um, but I have heard a little bit, because I've been trying to stay away, but the Spider-Man web shooter ride, I haven't been on it because mm-hmm. of those problems. Um, and but, but a little bit of what I'm hearing, that's not great. Who's <laughs> saying that? And it's like, oh, no. Who's talking oh, shit? People, man. Like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> people. People that care. I just haven't. And I haven't been on it, and I've been trying to stay away because even if it does suck, like I don't really want to hear it. I, I want to do it first. But but the vague impression I'm getting is like, eh, it's okay. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, that's not what you want. Because <laughs> mm. like they sort of botched the rollout of Batu in Star Wars Land. Like, what's it called? They're still Batu. Batu. Yeah, that's the 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 planet you're on mm. when you're in Star Wars stuff, Galaxy's Edge. Right. Right. They kind of botched the rollout and stuff. I still haven't fucking been on, um, uh, holy shit, what's the ride called? Rebels? No. What is that called? Rebellion? No, no, whatever. Mm. Whatever that ride is, you still know, haven't yeah. been on it. Because every time okay. I was there, it was boarding passes and the same type of app or lottery system we didn't get in. And then the pandemic hit and shit and blah, blah, blah. And now, last I heard, it was like a modified operation of it that like certain aspects of it, you'd be in the build, the ride show building too long. So like they changed how you go through it. And then I'm like, fuck, man, I don't want to go through it 
without it being the real thing. I don't want to read this book where chapters are missing. Like, so, so, so maybe I, a couple in the middle. That's fine. So I Not the important ones, like the beginning and the end. I need that shit. So like, I haven't been on that still. Again, mostly pragmatically. Like, it just couldn't get in. And then it's like, oh shit, the web thing isn't that dope. And like, they're they're opening that um that hotel. Which one? The Star Wars, uh, what do they call it? A Star Cruiser, I think. Star Wars themed hotel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You haven't heard about this? No. Oh shit. Uh, I think the one in Florida goes first. Is there? What, wait, are they even building one in Anaheim? I thought they. Shit, I don't know. They're definitely building one in Florida. I can't remember if it's getting ported over to Anaheim, or it's like, yeah, maybe later, but not yet. Because where where would that be going? I don't think it's. I don't know. It's been a while since I've been up there physically. Mm-hmm. Um, it's in Florida. It's going to be like a highly immersive hotel. The whole idea will be you'll be checking into a literal star cruiser as if it's a cruise ship. Shit. It's got that vibe. Okay. So you're going to be on the star cruiser, quote, quote, for like a three-day journey, two nights, three days, something like that. Okay. And uh, It's really specific. Like a cruise ship. What if I want to stay for a week? Uh, Can you kick me off? eh, Weird. You could book multiple journeys, but the narrative cycles Mm. around three days, so that'd be weird for you, but whatever. Um. But, and they'll have, like, uh, everybody's in costume. There'll be mm-hmm. aliens. There'll be droids. Sure. You're going to stay in a – everything in the hotel's themed out as if mm-hmm. it is, in fact, a starship. Your room will have a porthole that looks out to space. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like a screen, but but it looks dope. It looks like a real porthole into space. Mm-hmm. And um, there's, like, you know, Jedi Force training and shit. And they pretend that they're going to dock down to the planet of Batu, so you could go out to the theme park and do Star Wars shit there. It gives you, like – Priority boarding to the smugglers run and pilot the Millennium Falcon and do the uh, rebellion shit and come back. Mm. And the, all the food is Star Wars themed. All the people are Star Wars themed. It's, and they're like weird happenstancey, like come upon it narrative things. Like somebody mm. will be like, try to recruit you into the rebellion or somebody will try to <laughs> talk to you about smuggling something for these guys. Or like the first order is going to ask you to join their ranks. And you just say yes to everybody. <laughs> yeah. And you can supposedly these things have some sort of bearing on your interaction with people. So like somehow they'll be able to tell some of the decisions you've made. Like, are you a good guy, bad guy kind of shit? Like you get some kind of merit badge. Like I joined the rebellion sticker. I imagine it's more like Florida has these magic band things, Mm -hmm. or maybe the app will be tracking your decision paths. Like, so it'll be like, you know, what's that game? Fate or whatever. Like you can, you can choose the light or dark side and like that'll influence things that's that's shit they said was going to happen at batu and galaxy's edge and hasn't really been executed on like the bartender would give you shit because he'd be able to tell that you crashed the fuck out of the millennium falcons <laughs> i haven't seen that in practice just like the droids haven't shown up just like the interactive like lightsaber fights on the building tops haven't happened there, but there's only a hotel in florida there's nothing yeah. up in anaheim i don't think i think the plan is to bring it but it's like a huge Endeavor because yeah. it's going to be labor intensive. You're going to be paying actors and costumes and alien yeah. outfits and droids. And, it's a big deal, yeah. And like they've got to be like good improvers and da 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 da. So I think, that, and it's like not that many rooms. I forget the number, but it's small. Mm-hmm. So like the idea being, we better sell this out all the time <laughs> for the cost. Yeah. Um, and uh, I think the plan is to bring it to Anaheim, but yeah, I don't think I don't think it's being built yet. They're gonna they're gonna, they're gonna slap some hotel in there. And they're going to bring... That's interactive. And they, they filed a patent. So I don't know if this is actually happening, but I imagine what? it is. For where what? It's a... It's a but they file patents all the time. But for... Um, a, uh, it's like a shuttle bus. Okay. But they're going to outfit the interior of it so that it looks like a... 
Star Cruiser East Transporter. So when you go from the Star Cruiser, quote, quote, uh -huh. down to Batu, you're going to literally get, like, you'll, you, these doors will open. You'll get into what is in real life the interior of a bus that will drive on streets in Florida, but you will not see the outside world because all the windows and everything, it's all outfitted like you're seeing screens that show you space. Uh -huh. And and it's going to then drive your ass to like a back, backstage entrance to Batu at the theme park. What's the and patent? Then, like, uh, Just it was being something... able to driving a bus with images outside? Uh, it was something about like the bus... <laughs> And the way it was, oh fuck, what is the patent for? It was something about the bus being like a fully immersive-y, you know, you don't see the real world. And it, and I think something about the feeling of it too. A, like a it transport kinda, bus, like an immersive transport bus. We're projecting images around that bus and that's the patent. But you're going to get, uh, yeah, I don't remember. I'm sorry. Like, ah, you're gonna get, but you're going to get in this thing. And if you didn't know this shit, you didn't realize it was necessarily a bus. Mm-hmm. Unless you maybe viscerally recognize the feeling of a bus. Is it a bus That breaks anymore? and streetlights and stuff. <laughs> is it still a bus? <laughs> it is, in fact, a star shuttle, bro. It's like, no, we just built a star shuttle. And, but uh, you're gonna, it's like, it's, I mean, that, that is cool. That, like, you're literally gonna get in something, it's gonna feel like you're traveling, mm -hmm. you're gonna arrive on Batu, like, everything except maybe the fuckery of gravity. Because how are they gonna get rid of that? But everything else, it'll tell you you're in space the whole time. And it's this three-day adventure thing. Hmm. But yeah, it, uh, it's being finished. At, it opens not too far from now. I forget. But it's like, I think by the end of the year? I don't know. I don't remember. It's coming up. The prices came out. So it's got to be hmm. soon. Like you, I think you can book it. Hmm. Would you like to guess how much it costs for two Oof. people? Two for people. two people? No, two I'm people. not going to do that. I'll guess for one person. Two nights, three days. For one person, it is six hundred dollars, Bob. Is that wait? So six hundred dollars covers what exactly? The, one the, the one person. Journey? You're Bob Barker. I'm okay. guessing six hundred dollars <laughs> per person. Mm. Oh, okay. per night. Mm. Per night. <laughs> Eight to eighteen. Eighteen hundred dollars. Just heard it was okay. <laughs> I just changed it. Yeah, you did. Because I thought about it. And I was like, can you do on. the math for me? What is that? Two nights. And like I think three days. And a, like and a, day? a day? No, I can't do that math. I write the funny books. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, for one person for the whole experience, uh -huh. eight hundred dollars. Okay, is that your final answer? That's my final answer, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> for two people. Okay. For this two night adventure, mm -hmm. I keep saying two nights, three days, because that's like how cruises talk, you know. Mm -hmm. um, but I don't remember them saying it like that. I do remember them saying two nights. Which right. suggests somewhere in there you have like a day that mm -hmm. doesn't turn into a night where you're sleeping there. Um, for two Correct. people, yeah, it's uh, almost five thousand dollars. What? <laughs> it's two thousand five hundred dollars a person. It's it's like it's I think, like a thousand it, I think bucks it ends a up day. like four thousand seven hundred or something. That's before tax and shit. But it's a thousand bucks if you sleep there. Like five hundred if you don't sleep here. Your food's included and stuff. How like buffet? Like endless buffet? Uh, I don't think so. I, wanna, I went on clear. a carnival cruise. Yeah, and no, you I know. Have all it's free food the ice cream all you, want. you want. Correct, and all the pizza, even at yeah. the morning. They didn't know who they were fucking with either. <laughs> uh, I, I think it, the only clear thing is like you definitely get like a meal, breakfast, lunch, dinner, one mm -hmm. alcoholic beverage when you're in the theme park. Mm -hmm. 
blah blah blah. God, welcome to America. I don't think God it's buffet, damn. but I don't know. But yeah, almost five grand for two people. If you go to four people, which is weirdly three adults, two kids, so I guess mm-hmm. it's like one of them is grandma or grandpa is the idea. Okay. Uh, they, like it doesn't scale proportionately to how much the first two cost. So I think it's all, it's like another a thousand or something. Like it it's it's cheaper the more people you have. <laughs> hmm. Sure, discount rates or group like rates. Like it drops off significantly sure. once you add the third, fourth, So me fifth and my Just nine like best friends. In Florida. <laughs> what, what's it going to cost? Me and nine of the homies. Oh my god, that wasn't on the website. I don't know. <laughs> me and my I mean, entire school is, group here. Right? There's got to be a fucking probably group deal. Sure. Maybe it's a family reunion. Good There's luck, twenty luck of us. It, like, no, get out of here. <laughs> don't want the trouble. Don't want me in trouble. <clears throat> you telling me I got to go to Florida? I got to wait a couple of years and then hmm. <laughs> go go to Florida, see what's up? I mean, it sounds dope, yeah. God damn, that price tag's up there, though. It's pretty up there. Jesus, fuck. Yeah. Especially because I got to fly out to Florida. <laughs> yeah, you got to spend <laughs> at least 600 bucks just getting there. <laughs> worth it. Fuck, bro. Can you send a little Star Cruiser to get me in L.A., bro? Bruh, I can drive to Anaheim. That would be so. If it was, in, if they just bring well, all that Anaheim, shit sure. to Anaheim, like I'll, I'll do it. I guarantee, if it works, it will happen in Anaheim. Some version of it will happen in Anaheim. Yeah. But I think they're a little, you know, like it's still got the whole like we're the most famous regional theme park because like most of the people coming here are yeah. from SoCal. Yeah. They they announced also the uh, change to the, you know they killed all the annual passes a while yeah. back. Uh-huh. They announced like the new thing. Yeah. I think they're calling it like keys. Keys. Yeah, like the keys to blah, 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 blah. it's like a it's I think I was right. It was like it's like a membership. I didn't even look at it that closely. Mm-hmm. Um it's like a membership. I think almost all of them don't include parking anymore. I think one of them does. I think you told me this. Yeah. Um Yeah, but at the time we were guessing and shit. It's just like I <laughs> that's when you, everybody know I guess. I right, bet you they get I'm rid saying. of parking. I bet you they get yeah. rid of this and that. I bet you they have that's it's membership though, right? Like why are we paying for parking? Get out of here. All of them all of them um you have to book in advance, period. So none of the current passes that they've talked about, they don't mm-hmm. call them passes, they're keys or whatever, but all the memberships or whatever the fuck, none of them can you pay a certain amount of money per year and then just show up any day you feel like. Instead, mm-hmm like a hotel you like you got to book it at least a day or something in advance mm-hmm. and i was like I, I bet you first of all that's not fully true right like i'm mm-hmm. sure if you said can i give you 10 grand and then i get to come whenever i want and there might be a yes to that but mm-hmm. i bet you there's some top top tier version where it is like yeah if you want to give us six grand a year then maybe we're only going to have this many of them available and the first six thousand people to buy them mm-hmm will allow them to come whatever the fuck they feel like because mm-hmm. we can absorb six grand and six six grand six thousand people on any given day who cares mm-hmm. but uh but yeah none of them you can just show up whenever you feel like so that whole idea that used to be what people would do it's a southern california park they just come after work to eat dinner or whatever the fuck you know come after five to fuck around for a few hours mm-hmm. on a whim right that's not gonna happen not on a whim anyway not on a whim ah, the old days are dead huh <laughs> It is a push in the whole, like, we want this to be a multi-day resort thing. <clears throat> More people visit from out of town. Yeah. Book hotels, stay here for a week, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. It's definitely in line with that shit. <clears throat> yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to remember the last time I went. 
<laughs> to Disneyland. It wasn't that long ago. It was like right before the pandemic started, when all the Star Wars stuff was open. All right. Yeah. <clears throat> and I checked it. You know, the stuff like you need a reservation to get into the cantina place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, didn't do that. Yeah. That sucks, right? But it's also like... It was pretty dope, though. I saw a bunch of stuff. That's, I told you this, right? Like uh, Scully from uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine was walking around. <laughs> I think you did. What's his name? Uh, Joel... <laughs> Hold on. Villeneuve. Joel Miller <laughs> is his name. Is that it? All right. I think so. I hope so. <laughs> it's a great show. Uh, sure. No, he's walking around. Nobody recognizes him, but I see yeah. him. And I'm like, oh, shit. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> He's got nothing to do with Star Wars. He just happened to be attending with his family. <laughs> right, right, right but like, ooh, this is fancy. <laughs> Tell you the time I saw Christian Bale, right? What? No. Yeah. It was real weird. At theme park. What? Every time this happens too often, right? Like you go to a theme park and then you just see like a, like a TV actor who's got like one of those private escorts. They like, you know, theme parks like the rest and you're of like, yeah, it turns out they, they like that shit and they don't want to be harassed waiting in line. No. Cause you're like, you're vaguely famous. People yeah. are like, who are you? I know you. You're on like Franklin and Bash or some oh, shit, yeah. right? Uh, <laughs> it's really just, I paid money. I don't want to wait. Yeah. There's, there's <laughs> that too. But... <laughs> Yes, especially if they're super famous. Yeah. Yeah, man, he walked by. I was, like, walking up to the castle. I, I almost didn't see him. Like, he was wearing sunglasses. He had, like, mm -hmm. a big scraggly beard. Mm -hmm. And somebody was like, holy shit, wasn't that Christian Bale? And I was like, what the fuck? Are you shooting? <laughs> Hold on. And, it's like, some, I think, like, some woman was with him. And, uh, and like, like just it was just the two of them, though. I don't think they had, like, a plaid escort thing at the, at the moment. But maybe they were mm -hmm. just hiding. They were in the bathroom or something. But I was like, whoa, whoa, Batman. Walked by. <laughs> I saw like the side of his face. <laughs> that counts, dude. You're basically best friends. Yeah, pretty much. Cool. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, man. Oh, that sounds dope. Bring all that stuff to Anaheim. Uh, yeah. And then Christian Bale will show up. Laura's got to work. And I'll get to like pretend to bump into him. And be like, oh, shit. Aren't you that guy? And he's like, aren't you that guy? Uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> Dope answer. It's <laughs> uh, great. I was going to talk to you about so many things. I know. I had a bunch of other stuff to talk about too, but but the other stuff is like a whole different jam, and I feel like maybe I should pick up <laughs> right this moment. Go ahead and save it. Okay. I'll say my thing. Did you see this South Park deal yes. that they made? Back to you. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking insane, this man. This is bananas. <laughs> oh, that Rick and Morty deal was bananas. This is fucking nuts. I fucking love it. Somebody, and I read another like follow-up interview. Somebody was talking to Trey Parker, and they were like, how does this work? You're doing like movies for uh, Paramount Plus, mm -hmm. but then you're also back on, you know, like, you're also going to do more seasons of the show. Which is on HBO Max, if I'm not wrong. Yeah. We're like, it, it was so split. We're like, what are you doing? We're, we're doing the show for Comedy Central, and HBO Max has, like, the old seasons. But mm -hmm. these new seasons are with Comedy Central to do, like, five or six more seasons. 
But then we're also Outfire. doing these like movies for Paramount Plus where we're going to mm. do like just these long form one shot. And they're going to be South Park. Park, right? Yeah, it's all South yeah, Park. Yeah, yeah, okay. That's because for a, a second I was I, like, wait, what? what? They're not necessarily like you're going to do a new adaptation of uh, Carnivore the Musical or something? It's like, no, they're no. South Park based. We're doing How many this, movies? the seasons of the show over here. Yeah. We're also, anytime we have an idea that's kind of like too big for an episode and it turns into a movie, we're going to do a shit ton of those for Paramount Plus. And then also HBO Max paid us like $500 million to then get the, the rights to all the older stuff. Mm. Heck, you're doing three, there's like, there's three South Park deals. <laughs> you're getting paid in every direction. Like, I'm excited. What do these movies look yeah, like? yeah. yeah. The answer like, is 14, no? I think it is 12 or 14. It was, 14 it was so big, I laughed out loud and said, <laughs> what? We signed 14 a 14-movie deal. Fucking movies. And then, yeah, whatever it was, five, six more seasons or something on top of that. And I was like, simultaneously? Like, yeah, we're going to alternate. When we have <laughs> an idea that's a movie, let other we do it over there. Do it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. there's no writer's room in the sense that other people have a writer's room. So, like... No, it's it's basically oh, the two the of them and, and Bill Hader for some reason, if he's still doing that. <laughs> no, right? He was there for like a year and then he bounced. I don't know. Felt bad taking the money. That's <laughs> how little he thought he was contributing. He like I'm not doing good. anything. Sounds like they have they have a, a room of people to bounce shit off of and then they go off and do it themselves. Which, look, it's fucking cool and that's kind of how Venture Bros rolls and that's dope as long as their fucking asses could do that's more how I shit, do it. please. But like, uh, you've only done like the one movie movie for sure. And that, and then they said that for a while they were going to do, uh, what was it called? That three episode arc imagination, mm-hmm. imagination land, land, I think it was called. Yeah. Yeah. Like that we had, like, a, we had an idea movie and then they just did it. Yeah. And maybe they just keep having more of those ideas where they're like, Hey man, let's just make a deal for all these ideas we have that are just movies. Paramount Plus. actually do them as movies rather yeah. than ending up doing them on the show. Uh, and I don't know why Paramount Plus, but they're like, we'll do it. Well, Fourteen Paramount of them, has gentlemen. Been involved, right? I think they've been involved for a while in South Park somehow. It's crazy. It's a ridiculous deal. He's talking yeah, about I doing like more video games. It's like, I was yeah, also yeah, yeah. going to do like two games. And we're going to do It'll be in-house the- instead <laughs> of uh, getting like the gaming studio to do most of it. Like. It's fucking nuts. All of a sudden, crazy. they're like, oh, let me work four times harder than I have the last yeah. decade and a half. Like, what? That's weird. Did your kids just go to college or something? What happened? <laughs> I think they're uh, well paid for. Which college are, you, are they on the moon? Is there a college on the moon I don't know about? <laughs> no. I just went, already like, they're have out of the like house, so they have more free dollars. time. So suddenly they wanted to do mm. more with their time. But like, <laughs> but like sure the, the answer is more South Park because I haven't done enough South Park. It makes sense if it's like The Simpsons and there's just a mm. huge room of writers that that switch out like every five or six years sure, kind of thing. So it's like, no, word, but it's basically this guy and then the other guy. It's very and we just do it it's nuts. all the time. We just live and breathe this for the last 20 years. South Park for life. Like, I mean, yeah. That's bananas. But like, so like notice, right? Like it's the, it's, that's Paramount leveraging. It's the exact same Substack thing happening in television mm-hmm. like it's paramount going fuck 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 what do we do we have nothing <laughs> oh everybody loves south park though let's get those fuckers in here and then they make a deal sweet enough that they say yeah fuck it that like, pandemic look, special i'm not apparently. signing up for shit for four movies yeah. 
eat my butthole. And then they're like, what about 14 movies and six seasons Ooh. right now? And they're like, holy fuck, that's hilarious. You're, you got a deal. <laughs> Just sign this piece of paper saying you don't get to tell us what it is or how we do it. I do feel like there's a little that's bit like, of like yeah, bragging rights on the deal that you made. Absolutely. Right? Like I just made a deal with Netflix for 37 movies. <laughs> that's insane. <laughs> like, like a studio who may not be Warner Brothers or HBO Max would be maybe smart to try and wrap up like – Hey, Christopher Nolan, can I pay you a lot of money to do the next five movies with us? Five? Like, okay, just double like my career. insane. And he's yeah. like, okay, but all of them are guaranteed to be at least $500 million movies. Like, that's the cost before mm-hmm. marketing. And they're like, okay. <laughs> 500 million? You know what I mean? Like, he could argue that. Like, he could, he could build, especially point in this fucking South Park deal. He's like, you know what? We'll never go below 400 mil on a budget. And I don't care what it's about. It could be a, a woman eating a cupcake at a diner. I don't care. We're spending, we're spending 400 mil on it. And they're like, sure, whatever you need, bro, because the old structures are dying. I need you to get in here and do something that people will watch. Something that somebody goes, okay, fuck, I have to get fucking HBO Max. I got to watch that. Mm-hmm. It's an absurd deal. It's one that just sounds like the Rick and Morty deal. It does, but like times five. Like, what? 14 movies? (laughs) You guys have made one movie and then cannibalized a couple of movie ideas and just put it on the show. And And they're like, yeah, we got 14 ideas. We have like six. (laughs) And we're going to make the other ones up. They're like, or or the next two years. (laughs) (laughs) Just go hard. Just go hard as fuck. I would love, and I think we've said this on the podcast, but like, I would love another musical, bro. You guys clearly mm-hmm. love it. It takes time, I'm mm-hmm. sure. But like, give me another South Park musical, bro. Let's do it. It should be. You, the first one needs to be dope as shit, right? Like, mm-hmm. you kind of need to make sure it's awesome. Yeah. Just Let's to go. kick it off. Yeah. Let's do it. Apparently, at yeah, the pandemic special that they did, mm. where like, it wasn't, an, it wasn't the new season. That. I saw it. It was pretty good. Okay. It's just a long episode of South Park, but like yeah. it's not part of the new season. We're in between seasons, and apparently mm-hmm. negotiating this absurd deal. Is it part of the narrative, or is it kind of like eh, it, maybe? A, maybe yeah. Who cares? It's just it picks up, you it know, as much as South Park does. Yeah, it doesn't like, vi- yeah. violate anything. Or... No, it's just like wherever we left off, and then this okay. is what's going on, and then it's just a long episode, and and they're just kind of like, let's just do that. You think we could just do that 14 times over on Paramount Plus? <laughs> Paramount Plus is such a weird choice, too. Like, it's fucking foul mouth, like sarcastic and uh, hardcore shit. And Paramount does not scream. No, none of it. Edgy this. at all. Maybe that's what they're trying to do. But like, we're trying to compete. Guess we got what? these South Park movies. You need a new name. <laughs> <laughs> Don't call it Paramount. It's crazy. Cool as fuck, man. Good Shit's for them. Fucking weird, man. Shit's getting real weird. Where's all the money coming from? It's kind of like all of a sudden everybody just has billions of, of dollars part of to spend. Debt, right? Part of it's there's leveraging out, and the banks are trusting them. Like, like we're still at the point in the game where the banks will go, yeah, okay, I can look at your track record, mm-hmm. and like they're not thinking, or if they are, they're keeping it to themselves. They're like, yeah, shit might get real weird in the next two, three years. <laughs> well, like, none of this money come comes due, back. Like, yeah, all we're this done. Like Netflix is in debt. Yeah. Still. Amazon leverages almost all of its profits towards more development. Like, uh, so it's paying people and building shit and sending Bezos to the fucking moon. Like, well, I mean, 
We gotta go to the moon now. Yeah. We just well, gotta keep happen. expanding, right? Let's go to Mars. It's gonna fucking happen. I just have a feeling Elon's gonna get there first. But, I mean, Blue Origin and Bezos have come up with lunar landers and all kinds of shit. Like, they've built... Yeah. Or they've designed shit. I don't know if they've, like, built a functioning version of it yet, but... It's crazy. And that was a year, two, three ago? So... Something. I don't give a shit who gets there first. <laughs> Let's go. Uh, it's fucking nuts. Man. It's crazy, right? It just seems like just the amount of money just keeps going up. Yeah, it, but it's getting funneled in very particular ways, right? Like very specific directions. It's exciting. It's like, it's like you're seeing the value being extracted out of the old business mm-hmm. models and pumped into somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, fucking DC's paying me so poorly, I'm going to fucking go do the Substack thing. Like, you're like, uh, what? <laughs> Holy fuck. That tells you something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then Hickman goes, and you're like, Pfft. like I honestly would expect Bendis, Morrison, Miller, if he wasn't so cranky. Like, can you imagine <laughs> if Alan Moore did it? He wouldn't, I don't think he has a business, I don't think he's, he wouldn't want to take care of any of that. So if he partnered mm-hmm. with somebody <laughs> mm-hmm. who would seamlessly take care of the drudgery, bullshit, technical, persnickety, detail-y stuff, Mm-hmm. I think he would, uh, I mean, people would shower him with money. And he'd be like, sure. what? Why do I have so much money also? <laughs> like, I don't know where it's coming from, but it's apparently like, there's just billions of dollars going around. I'll just, let's go. Yeah. It's crazy, man. Shit's getting weird. It's getting real weird. Where's my, where's my cut? Where's my money, man? Let's go. <laughs> Keep your eye out for that Substack. Uh, substack. Comics. So not, not yet. Don't. That's <laughs> not real. It's not real. Instead, go to our Instagram, Doom Nation Comics, for now. What's that? Come on, man. Instagram's not dead. Check out our Substack suit. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Instagram's still a thing. Uh, Everybody's still using that. For the moment. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Who gives a shit? Man, man, man. It's getting real weird and it's getting exciting. Yeah. It's weird to me that Oculus hasn't, like, that nothing's come out of that area Mm -hmm. big in the last chunk of time. Maybe they they gave up. They don't care. Either they're fucking it up or it's primed for the thing they've been working on and shutting up about. Some big reveal. Yeah. Like, hey, we invented the Matrix. Or just Facebook is like the <laughs> wrong fucking company and they fucked up by selling. Like, I wouldn't mind seeing Facebook just go under. I mean, sure. Just yeah. overnight. I'm, in. I'm just into it. Every headline, Facebook is canceled. It's just a shit show. It's a fucking cesspool of garbage and, and uh, a weird amount of disproportionate power over like propagandized channels of communication. Like, fuck yeah. that shit. It's too much power in one place. But just boom, just overnight. But, Facebook is gone. <laughs> But we're primed, man. Like I was, I've been on too many Zoom calls and shit, and it's just like, oh, this is what it'll be. This is like Game B shit. Jordan Hall was talking about. Like it'll be mm-hmm. when we get some decent, and then it gets better. Decent mm-hmm. version of embodied telepresence. You know, like you're mm-hmm. both in a shared VR space, but you act, behave, feel as if you're fully present, but really you're in a room in your house somewhere. Mm-hmm. That's how you go to work or whatever. That feels like super. Not only like 
gonna happen, mm -hmm. but almost like the conditions have been pushing for the last two years and they will continue to push for exactly that to happen. Mm -hmm. Like the market forces are now aligning for that to be a product that happens. Mm -hmm. It's like there's too much opportunity, too much money to be made. Mm -hmm. Like you're gonna have, boop, it's just a simple fucking glasses that go over your eyes and maybe you need shit on your body, but I doubt it. Like it'll just track your hands and stuff. I don't know how you get haptics, like the sensation of things touching you or moving or whatever, but, mm -hmm. but you don't need that at first. It just needs to be, it presents you as an avatar in the space for other people mm -hmm. to engage with usefully and you to experience others that way. And that is that. going to fucking happen. <clears throat> it sounds for, like, like uh, knowledge work and stuff like that. Like not everything, but sure, sure, sure. But you're, you're describing demolition, man. You're describing the the future of sex uh, you put on the thing. No, 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 uh, no. nobody has sex with their bodies no, anymore. No, no. That was Sylvester like, Stallone. <laughs> that was more like exchanging brainwave states, right? Like this would still be a hallucinatory. Like what well, would feel hallucinatory? It wouldn't be hallucinatory. It would, it would, it would be more akin to the Matrix or the the Metaverse or mm -hmm. the Snow Crash or Oceana and Ready Player One or whatever. Like, hmm. it'll be just a virtual space. What do you do? I jack into the fucking matrix, do my job, and then I jack back out when I do the rest of my life. Or it's like a version of surrogates, even though that was kind of a shitty movie. Mm -hmm. But like an all-virtual version. Surrogates was physical. Mm -hmm. So it's a terrible analogy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, but it maps on. Except it's like surrogates, but not all the consequences, <laughs> except it's still in the same physics as the real world. Like, mm -hmm. you open up a lot of possibility when the world you're inhabiting isn't bound by the physical physics. Sure, right? sure. Like, you can fly, you can do presentations that are the size of skyscrapers, you can mm -hmm. embodily involve people in things that could be normally dangerous. Now they're just exciting. Make it seem like uh, what dreams make up. Cost is not a thing. Do yeah. that. We're all just walking through waterfalls and shit. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just like, it's weird. It's cool. It's just like, it's, it hit me hard today where it's just like, wow, the selective pressures in the marketplace of it are aligning so that this will, it's not like, oh, that'd be cool. I hope somebody innovates that weird product that hopefully finds enough money to continue. It's like, no, 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 no. Like this is, the selective pressures are aligning to produce it almost no matter what happens. It'll mm -hmm. just be a matter of how long it takes. Right. You know, how many people try to step in its way or where the venture capital goes, but, or not. Maybe somebody in a garage, you know, like fucking Oculus started with some dude just fucking around. Like, mm -hmm. that's why it's, it's like with the pandemic shit, it's surprising. Oculus is primed to be the VR thing that goes, fuck Zoom, put this stupid thing on. Like, <laughs> and you're di like, boom. And it's just like, holy shit. Wow. And you can even come up with a virtual space where it's like, you know, your screens that would be on your desktop and all the shit that you, so you literally mm -hmm. don't even take it off to do like the shit you don't need to be in a room with somebody virtually with. Mm -hmm. You're still doing computer work, but you're at a virtual space and your screen can be twice as large. You didn't have to buy a mm -hmm. screen, right? Mm -hmm. Like buy this headset for 600. You don't have to buy your person a fucking new screen or laptop. <laughs> Instead, just what well, you probably need the laptop for the processing, but yeah, you know what I mean? Like you could have an, an office and you could all be in the office, quote, quote, virtually. You mm -hmm. instantly go home when you take the fucking set off. Like, mm -hmm. it's too useful. It's too convenient. It's too efficient. Mm -hmm. And it opens up too many collaborative possibilities that are way better than being in a physical space. It just has to be, it has to work enough. Mm -hmm. And Oculus is primed to be the people who would have cracked that nut. So it's like, what the fuck, Facebook? What's going on? 
Mm -hmm. Like you're just sitting on that shit when it's the most obvious use period ever. Like hard to say. And like, and annoying, I guess that nobody's come up from behind and taken them out. Like, mm-hmm. they're like, Facebook's sleeping. Let's go. Let's take them out. Like, mm. weird. Good. Somebody else random. It's gonna happen. Fucking YouTube. You're like, what? That's <laughs> <laughs> Google. We've been working on it. Ah, that'd be cool. You just need a functional. I like it. Just can't be that hard, right? Like, like the uh, like. To be fair, Oculus. Mm, what do you call it? Quest? Something like that? Was the, I think, the mm-hmm. first one where it doesn't need the tracker things in the room with you. Okay. The, the, the visor itself does enough accurate tracking mm-hmm. of your hand movements that you don't need to be holding anything. And you don't need the little like light pole stands with trackers. Instead, you just need the headset. Hmm. And it's like, fuck yeah, now we're getting there. And it's like, it just needs to be good enough at tracking your full body. Now, how's it doing that? I don't know. But like, put sensors or cameras down the, the edge, toward, point it down towards your body. Mm-hmm. Like, you could figure that out. You could extrapolate out from that. You don't need a picture perfect from the fucking objective third-party view. Like, you could sure. Just, it's just a matter of tracking pixels and stuff. Like, come on. Mm-hmm. Put a neural net on it. Let's go. Like, yeah, man, just slap a neural net on it, and then uh, what's the problem? <laughs> Let's go, you dummies. Comma 3 came out. Did you hear that? What's that? Comma AI, that make driving chill. George Hotz, his little his oh, self-driving yeah, yeah, car yeah. company in San Diego. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The third version is it was announced at Comic-Con. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, he held like a little event and everything in downtown. <laughs> like it was it was in person and shit. They live streamed it though. Mm-hmm. Saw the live stream. Um yeah, it's just like version three of it. Seems dope. It has more cameras. It can see mm-hmm. fully now um to the sides and behind you. And it's doing that by right, it like installs more or less where your rear view mirror is normally. Mm-hmm. And it can see like past you and your passenger there to the back window mm-hmm. and it can see the passenger windows and the or both, you know, can see all the windows. Mm-hmm. And from that, it's got a much better idea of what's going on and da, da, da. Yeah. Looks fucking dope. It's still, it's less than three grand. Like nice. you can do, it's like 30 something odd cars. You can install it in. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like pretty much, it's a lot of shit as long as it's newer than 2016. Mm-hmm. It's like your car needs to base components for it to be able to talk to the car to control the brake and the gas and the steering and stuff right and 2016 i think is the year when anti-lock brakes were mandatory or something so mm. past that most cars have software enough to talk to mm-hmm. uh, looks fucking cool man <laughs> go for them make driving chill it's gonna drive your fucking car for you please do drive my car It'd be dope man drive to la but you touch the wheel like handful of times mm-hmm sounds great yeah it sounds you can't do awesome. other stuff for me like what grocery shopping um so hots did an interview what <laughs> i mean we've talked about this a little bit but like his self-driving cars is like phase one of what he wants to solve what does he want to do he wants to he like well he said it different ways previously he had said i want to like solving self-driving cars is step one and he wants to like like the apocalypse of what are we all going to do for work? Like mm-hmm. he wants to make that happen. Like he, he's, <laughs> he's like, let's make that happen. So we, everybody can just do whatever the fuck they want, I guess. Like, okay. 
make the utopia that machinery was intended to produce you know mm. they're like well we can give the shit jobs to computers and machines and then mm -hmm. we get to do whatever the fuck we want we've freed from the drudgery mm -hmm. he's like yeah he's looking to automate away all jobs that's the inevitable like the inevitable conclusion of this work if it continues mm. and um but more recently he was more specific that he sees it as sort of a straight path to like self-driving cars to then machines that can somehow cook and clean for you and mm -hmm. then full-blown artificial general intelligence <laughs> i feel like there's a few steps in there <laughs> you would think it's worth <laughs> noting a few yeah <laughs> but like the complexity between drive a car and then like cook or clean mm -hmm. which is so much more complicated from like a machine learning perspective mm -hmm. um you know like they're pretty simple constraints on driving right there's only so many good moves to make on a driving road there are only so many good moves to make to drive well versus not drive well but like cooking in different environments especially mm -hmm. that's like damn near combinatorially explosive like yeah so if you crack that then yes maybe you have actually been like yep we're almost <laughs> you can conquer yep. pretty much every problem ever if you figure out how to do this one just like Mu Zero figuring out how to play Go. This is like, fuck, man, this is crazy. And he was like, he, like somebody asked him to, so who knows how much he thinks this date is real, but like 2038 is when he likes to say that, like, he, he was talking about, he's like, dude, the singularity's already here. It's just slowly happening, so nobody's paying attention. Mm. Like, by, by 2038, it's, it's like full blown. What's that number? Where'd you get that number from? I don't remember. I think it's, it's some goofy date based on, like, the beginning of Linux. And the way Linux tracks time, it's like some Linux, like, uh, get out of here. Like, <laughs> but I can't remember. I, cause I don't, that number doesn't feel right. He said that number in the past, whatever it is. And I don't think it's 2038, but maybe it is. But, or, or he's just saying like, you know, two ish decades in the future or whatever. Yeah. And I was like, fuck man, I'm going to be super alive <laughs> for that. Like I'll still be here. And like, you're right. Think, given how weird it's gotten so far, like it's gonna get, yeah, ooh, mm -hmm. ooh spicy. Shit's gonna get different. <laughs> Go for it! I dare you. Change the world, hots. <laughs> Seems very motivated. He's the CEO and the only shareholder <laughs> the company, and he has been vocal about. He hasn't sold anything. He doesn't want to, and he doesn't like. He's just adamant that he doesn't want anybody to get in there and change the. Why'd you go public of the company if you're just gonna keep all the shares for yourself? Uh, well, that I'm like, confused. Though, can't can you you can own shares without having gone public or no? I I think you're just an owner. Can you become a publicly owned company but never? put them up for sale i think like, technically i mean i've never heard of anybody doing this because the whole point of the going point? public yeah. is to sell shares and if he just bought them all himself yeah like why are you a public company then man what are you doing i don't know uh <laughs> but he i don't know seems the, very i'm sure there's a reason that i don't understand like, but <laughs> he just wants to keep it he doesn't want any of the like fucking uh managerial fucking you know politic and people sure just he want wants to, to keep shit. his company his company and like, he's here why to solve you the go problem. public that's yeah. what he wants to do he wants to solve the problem and then move on to the next thing mm -hmm. he wants an ai girlfriend he keeps saying like <laughs> what that's weird 
Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, it makes sense. I think Lex Friedman said something similar, like in the this past. Goofy as shit. Though, like his like, wife sitting have next to him. He's like, I really want an AI one girlfriend. Is pretty. I guess that's, that's maybe that's shocking. <laughs> I'm kidding. I think George is dating somebody, but uh, <clears throat> yeah. Hmm. It's cool. <laughs> cool, 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 cool. Like we legitimately might see self-driving cars and way crazier shit like while we're alive do it man i want to see the jetsons come to life Fuck yeah anti-gravity let's figure it out that'd be, that'd be dope man if i'm like 70 years old and i'm like i i remember a time that there was dial-up internet <laughs> i didn't have a phone in my pocket until after college <laughs> Like, like but, Grandpa, but what the now, fuck is college? What is college? <laughs> yeah, but now we're floating in sky cities and like self-driving <sighs> flying cars. Dope. That'd be nuts. It's like what a time to be alive because you were right there moon. in the in the crux, right in the elbow of time, right there, cool. where you got to just straddle two radically different worlds. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> I went to 7-Eleven before I came down here, and this chick was sitting on the sidewalk outside. If I had to guess, she was like 16 or something. Mm -hmm. And she was just like, I don't know what she was doing on her phone. Mm -hmm. Like the speakers were on, so I imagine it's TikTok or something. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then like she, somebody FaceTimed her or any version of that, right? And then she just got on that thing and was out standing outside like facetiming with whatever mm -hmm. and i was like i feel like i know so many people that would not want to do that mm -hmm. <laughs> in sure. a public space sure and she didn't give a fuck <laughs> <laughs> right like that that any of that sense of like mm, no or you know for whatever reason not wanting to mm -hmm. none of that was there <laughs> and i was like yeah that's very different mm. Just a, not a comfortability, but a like, a, yeah, why wouldn't I kind of vibe is what I mm -hmm. felt. This is normal. Yeah. Like, of course I would. Yeah. What's wrong with you? <laughs> what's wrong with me? It's like, oof. I was born in 1987. That's what's Version. wrong with me. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh. uh. Interesting stuff. Yeah, yeah. Stuff's happening down here. At Doom Nation Comics, 5390 Napa Street, San Diego, California, 92110, doomnationcomics.com. Check out the Instagram at Doom Nation Comics. We've got free comics on there. You want to read some comics we wrote and drew? You should check that out. Drexton Gates, Top Hat, they're dope as fuck. You should read them. And you can do that by checking them out on Instagram, Doom Nation Comics. <laughs> like, wait a minute, where is it? Doom Nation Comics! All right. Also on our website, doomnationcomics.com. Bye. Peace.